Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. In association with the Hearts Advertiser. Welcome to another edition of the St Albans podcast with me, Danny Smith. And uh, coming up a bit later on the show this time around, we have Jenny Ford, a, a local author, talking about uh, an, uh, an initiative she has come up with uh, where she has used writing as a form of therapy. We will hear more about that later. But first, let's get the latest local news from Matt Adams from the Hearts Advertiser. Matt. Hello, Danny. Hello. So where are we starting this time around? Right. Well, um, the Fighting Cox is back open now following uh, after it went into administration at the beginning of the year. And they're taking a lot of steps to sort of spruce the place up and one of them is sure to um stir some uh or stir up her hornet's nest R- or ruffle were. some feathers ruffle some feathers yes yeah. that's exactly the metaphor i was going for <laughs> um uh they've got uh, new pub signs that actually show two cocks in a pit fighting which they've never had before they've you know that um they sort of steered away from that obvious link to what you know used to go on there um, and now part of the reason that behind that is um, the PETA, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, mm. have on numerous occasions suggested they change the name of the pub to Ye Oldie Clever Cocks um, in recognition of how intelligent cockles are, probably. Well, <laughs> well I mean, you know, I think that organisation is looking for publicity. Well, and that's what they said. Wasn't it that's some years ago that, that they also tried to make a big thing yeah. of the name of yeah. it? And they, they did it um, some time back, and at that time they'd never even visited St Albans, let alone the pub. Yeah. This time, I think one of their people had moseyed past um, on a day trip or something like that. Um, but thing is, they you know the, we we tried to contact them, and the pub tried to contact them just to you know smooth smooth the um, smooth the thing. What you say yeah. though? Smooth it over. Yeah, and um, you're good with yeah. your metaphors. No, today, I'm in that sort of mood, aren't I? <laughs> and nobody got back to them. Nobody got back to us. So, um, you know, they do say these things for publicity, and they did. You know, at the time, they did get a lot of attention. But now, I think everyone sort of says, you know, just leave it. I mean, dare I say this, but I can't help but feel that maybe the new, the new uh, team at the Fighting Cox were, were maybe trying to come up with something provocative yeah. themselves <laughs> to generate some headlines. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Which this now has done indeed. But but it's lovely that they're back. I mean, mm. it is such an important part of, of the culture yeah, of St. Albans. You should go down there because they've really made a, a huge effort. They've really transformed the place. It's it's had, you know, extensive paint job. They're tidying up um, the area alongside the River Ver so you can sit there. And um, there's a lot of things going on, you know, mm. the, to sort of bring it back to the heart of the community where you know sadly it lost that when it shut shut its doors yeah. in the year I, I know it's not quite the same thing but but i do think that this this is similar to the argument about about some of the statues that people were saying needed to be taken down and and that that the counter argument to, to that was that that these things they're history yeah and and we need to we can't we shouldn't hide away the, the bits of our history that we're not necessarily proud of we should learn from those Absolutely. bits of history yeah and and i don't think there's anybody involved with the fighting cocks today that would in any way endorse cockfighting not for a second you know or, or any ill treatment of any kind of animal yeah but does this not demonstrate something about our history something it does it not say to people do you know what there was a time when we were more barbaric where we didn't look after animals as well as maybe we do now and and that this sort of thing was more was more acceptable mm. and also that was a site where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I agree. So I think there are lessons that can be learnt from that. And I'm pretty sure most animal lovers would be okay with that if if, if the lessons are being learnt, you know. But anyway. 
Um, yeah. so, so nothing is yet from Peter about no, that. No. <laughs> so Peter baiting. That, that's that's <laughs> what's going on there. But anyway, well, congratulations to the Fighting Cocks and to the new team in there, and uh, and we wish them all every success. Absolutely. Joining me now on the St Albans podcast, I have uh, an old friend, in fact, uh, and a, a colleague from a different place in a different time, uh, and we, we, we hadn't seen each other for years, and then literally ran into each other last week. We did. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm going to welcome now uh, Jenny Ford. Uh, hello, Jenny. Hi, Danny. Lovely to see you. Oh, yeah, she doesn't. Again. <laughs> she, she doesn't mean that. But um, no, Jenny does actually, because Jenny's a very sincere lady who, aside from also being a, a local broadcaster, um, you are um, an, a, an author as well. And we're actually here to talk about um, a project of yours, aren't we? Yes. Right to release. Yes. Now, now this isn't a, like a, a letters campaign to get like wrongly convicted criminals out of prison, <laughs> no, is it? No, no, it's not no. at all. Do you want no. to explain then what yeah. right to release is? Well, right to release is exactly what it says in the title. We write to release our thoughts and our feelings. Um, I know, I mean, I've always said and I will always say that, you know, when we're going through adversity, when we're going through challenges or overwhelm, always talk to somebody because that is the best way. But I do know that there are many, many people who find that very difficult to do, to verbalise their, you know, how they're feeling. So Mm. I believe the next best thing is to actually write it down. Okay. Um, so, yes, you, have you found that people find that maybe a bit easier sometimes than talking about it? Um, actually, writing can be quite difficult as well, you know. I mean, obviously it is easier than, than speaking about it, but also people do find it hard to, to know where to begin or, you know, what to say. And Does it depend upon what they're writing for? Like like if you were, if, 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 you, if there was an expectancy on you to write all about what's really troubling you at the moment Mm. and then you knew that someone else was going to read it that might be very different from if you were just writing it for yourself and no one else was going to read it absolutely but my workshop what I do um, and the online course that I have nobody does read it because it's a very personal thing it's a very private thing and it gives you the opportunity to open up to be honest and true to yourself and there's no judgment or anything like that because nobody is going to see what you've wrote down okay. because that is very personal to you okay so uh so this is um th- this this um right to release is uh it's an experience that um you well you will come on to the the book that i have in front mm. of me in a moment uh, but you've set it up as a as a, a workshop as well as a course that people can do that's right yeah yeah i have a, a an online course which is called right to release the journey through the rainbow um, which is about visualization and expressive writing and and today actually i've just launched today the um the workshop which is right to release expressive writing workshop um there's no visualization in that it is purely just to do with the writing um and and helping people and guiding people to you know and to not be afraid to release what they're what they're thinking and what they're feeling okay uh, there will be more details about that in the episode description of this podcast uh, episode right now um you can see the link to jenny's website and to the the section about the right to release workshop um so uh, how did this come about for you um, because you you've you're not formally trained in no. in, in areas of sort of helping with mental health but no. but you have experiences that you're looking to share is absolutely that right? yeah yeah as you say I have no mental health background in training or anything like that I wrote this course specifically through experience 
you know I've experienced um, what it's like to you know the worst thing a parent can go through is the loss of a child I've experienced ill health I've experienced um, abuse you know physically mentally and verbally you know I've experienced um, depression and stress and and anxiety so I've experienced a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions and I know I'm not the only one out there that has and I just thought by writing about it um, if it helps me it's going to help other people as well Um, so yeah so I came up with the well the online course was first um, just to help people to to be, to have that freedom, to have that freedom to release everything they want. Some people may be too afraid or feel that they're being held back from speaking their truth. So the idea about this is they can write down whatever they want. You know, they can just imagine that person or situation is sitting right in front of them and they can just tell them absolutely everything. And as I say, nobody's going to see this. It's for their eyes only. Um, and then we have uh, a little ritual afterwards. Um, we do a few writing exercises. Then we have a little ritual where we burn everything that they wrote and release it all and let it go. Obviously, if I'm in a venue, that's not allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any places that are letting you use the space <laughs> yeah. now might be sweating a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But we tear it all up and I take it away and dispose of it all. Okay. Uh, we're going to hear more about uh, right to release uh, from our guest, uh, Jenny Ford, a little bit later on this week's show. Hi, I'm Chris Aikman. Join me, local author Howard Linsky, and St Albans podcast producer Sam Rolfe for this St Albans Film Guide. Each week, one of us will guide you through the new releases at the cinema and on streaming services. We'll also give you our choice of the best films to watch on UK free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. So if you're a film lover, join us for a chat about all things movie-related every week as part of the St Albans podcast. New episodes will be released every Friday morning. For more information, visit stalbanspodcast.com or find us where any good podcasts are found. Now let's have more from Matt. That's Matt Adams from the Hearts Advertiser. Hello. Hello. What's next? Right. Well, um, back in March, we um, looked at the story of how um, St Albans District Council had been using Gazprom, which is a Russian majority state-owned oil gas company, to supply um, Batchard Hall. Um, now the council said at the time that this was um, something that had been um, a historic contract taken out and they froze all payments to Gazprom and they you know to review it and they're looking at getting a new supplier now we more alarm bells rang this week and um, it's quite good to put the record straight about it because there was an article in the um, Independent um, but based on research by Yale University which identified about 214 companies where, which had maintained an economic presence in Russia since the start of the war. And they said they'd received hundreds of millions of pounds from contracts with Whitehall departments, local authorities, public and civic bodies, and NHS Trust. And it named Veolia as one of the beneficiaries, which is you know the company that the District Council contracts to provide local refuse and recycling operations. Mm. So we went to District Council and they refused point blank to comment on it, which was weird, and said, you know, you have to contact Violia direct, So, which we did. And it took some time to get back. But they said that, you know, they're condemning the war and the violence. That, and there's been no new funding for any operations over there. Stopped every, all investment and all. Fun. But what they're trying to do is maintain their responsibility to their employees and the communities they serve by providing public service operations in both Ukraine and Russia. But they did also said... 
Um, the refuse and recycling services they carry out in St Albans are carried out by Veolia UK, which does not have any operations in Russia. So it's a separate branch of the company. It just goes to show how these things can get really cloudy uh, quite easy, easily. And, you know, yes, I'm, you know, there are a lot of companies have now pulled out, but this was a, a big long list of uh, sort of naming and shaming a, a lot of uh, others that right. haven't. Yeah. So Veolia UK are not the they ones that are never named. involved in it. And Veolia, the international wing, uh, what they're doing is basically, I think, keeping fresh water supplies going and, and you know, and, and that sort of thing, just to to keep people, you know, in a, in a, a sort of reasonable standard of living. They're going to, I think, it would be inhumane in many ways to, to stop some sort of public services, you know, regardless of the, you know, the situation, because, you know, it's not, you know, the, the man in the street and his family who you know went to war with another country yeah and you know and I'm, i know there's a lot of opposition to the war effort in russia yes yeah and 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 um th- this is um uh, you know in these times as well you know that th- there's going to be a lot of anti-russian sentiment and and i guess it's good in a way <clears throat> that you've explored what this actually is what the connection mm. is mm. and how that works and um and yeah, yeah because we've we heard were, any of that though have you heard any sort of backlashes against sort of russian businesses or people locally communities well i, I guess i'm not really aware much yeah. of a, i don't know if there is much of a local russian yeah. community um but i guess so I, not knowing anybody in my sort of circles i i don't know quite what they are facing at mm. the moment but i can imagine there might be something i don't know yeah, it's like when we went to when the first Gulf War, there was a big backlash against anyone with a sort of um, of Arabic descent. I think. Mm, yeah, and the, all you know, songs are pulled from the radio playlists and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but you don't get that sort of reaction now. You haven't heard of anything, you know, anyone saying, "Oh, you know, the, the BBC aren't playing um, whatever." Yeah, I mean, Sting <laughs> Rus- re-recorded Rasputin. <laughs> Sting re-recorded his song "Russians." Uh, he did. did a, he did a live thing on on line somewhere and released that version of it so um but but that was more i don't know i think wasn't that sort of i don't know the song that well it was kind of about the height of the cold war in the 80s but but some of those issues and themes apparently now feel quite quite relevant again yeah two tribes go to war as it were yeah let's not start listing inappropriate (laughs) war songs eh before get us into trouble but uh yeah um well anyway it's good that 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 they've actually spoken because i i half wondered if you're going to say they didn't comment on it no no it took a while and it was weird because i thought that they were going to come back with some sort of you know in-depth excuse but they've sort of almost held their hands up and said you know they're to an extent we are continuing but we're not like pumping any investment in and you know all that sort of side of things has stopped we're just maintaining basic public services mm. which you know you have to argue is a good thing yeah okay well thank you for that we'll have a bit more from matt adams from the hearts advertiser later on on this week's show We're back with uh, local author Jenny Ford. Uh, Jenny, uh, so we've been talking about a right to release, a, a course that you have um, you, you've you've come up with, a, a workshop that, that is run online. Um, you also now you presented to me as as, as you came in here a, a beautiful book. Um, tell me about the book. Uh, well, it's actually a right to release journal. Um, I I created the journal when we went into the first lockdown. Um, Because I felt, you know, there's many people with the lockdown and everything that was going on, it was going to have a a massive effect on people's mental health and well-being. And 
them not knowing how to release their feelings and that but you know in a positive way um so i created the journal uh, but it's not just a journal that you write in there's affirmations in there there's a gratitude list there's mindfulness coloring in there um, there's a, um, a a space where you can you know put your own things in you know stick pictures in or doodle or it's just it's just a way of releasing in in other ways you know sort of artistically as well rather than just writing um so yeah so i i came up with with that um just to help other people on their journey really i know it's even got some coloring pages it has yes yes mindfulness coloring it's called <laughs> yeah okay um so uh, how did you come up with the idea of, of the book how did this come about well with the right to release um the right to release is something i created well not created but i came up with sort of like years ago mm. and i never actually done anything with it and it's only been sort of like recently um, over the last couple of years that things have started to come together um, so the the journal actually came first before the course and the workshop so um, so yeah yeah it's as I say it's just another way to help people uh, on their healing journey because writing is so therapeutic it really is and it's also it helps with uh, emotional healing as well you know when you can release stuff when you can release everything that's churning up inside as I say it's a bit like a volcano you know sort of like it builds and it builds and it builds and then finally you're going to erupt you know and maybe not in a very good way mm. so the idea of the journal and the course and and the workshop is to um, help people so they don't get to that point you know so they can release everything before it actually explodes yeah. like that um so yeah so as i say the 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 journal that's that's on my website the um the course i do is on my website and the workshop as well is on my website but with the workshop i actually go out to people so you know if there is anybody in you know the mental health sector or domestic abuse rape victims you know bereavement or anything like that I know this workshop will be so beneficial to to those people. So people who work with some of some of those uh, yeah. in those areas you just mentioned, yeah. if they're listening now, they could get in touch with you. Absolutely. And look at how maybe you can help. Absolutely. Yeah. This. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jenny Ford's uh, website is uh, linked from our, this episode right now, uh, and you can also find the details on on our website. It's JennyFordAuthor.com, and uh, your contact details are on there as well. People can. Uh, yeah, they can just email me, or yeah. you know, yeah, okay. they can do it. Now, tell us about your work with the Ollie Foundation, because mm. because you've already found one organisation that wants to work with you on this. Yes, yes. Um, I've been working with the Ollie Foundation for probably a couple of years now. Um, I actually came in as a, a grief counsellor uh, with the Ollie Foundation. And now, obviously, now I'm doing the right to release that um, that has come into it now as well, uh, which is which is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But uh, yeah, they're a fabulous charity. They really are. And clearly, then they can see the benefit of what you're talking about as yes, well. Yes. And uh, are, are, and in what way are they supporting you with this or, or helping? Are, are you offering this course through them, or, or how how's that working? Yeah. Well, I'm doing. Yeah, I'm offering the course through them. So you know, anybody um, who's um, involved with the Ollie Foundation or people that you know um, come to them for support, um, the 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 workshop is available 
um, there'd be more things coming along as well with it. Um, So, yeah. Well, Jenny, thank you very much for coming on and for sharing this with us today. If you want to know more about Jenny, um, she's got many strings to her bow and her website looks like the best place to find out about all the different things that that Jenny does. Um, There is a right, you know, her right to release course and the workshop uh, about her other books as well and and, and other such um, enterprises that you're involved with. It's all at JennyFordAuthor.com. But uh, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Danny. Hi, I'm Elspeth Jackman, inviting you to listen to my podcast, One to One with Elspeth. Find a local person with a story, and I'll be there to draw out all those little details you want to know about. If I'm fascinated, so will you be. Each week, I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is, you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St. Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's One to One with Elspeth, part of the St. Albans Podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. One more news story now from Matt Adams from the Hearts Advertiser. Matt. Yeah, yeah. now we're, we're going to look at a, of what is a very controversial and divisive political political campaign um, that's arrived in St. Albans. Now, we, you know, for reasons of uh, balance and partiality, we're not going to talk about, you know, in any depth about what the arguments are beyond the basics. But this is the um, Respect My Sex campaign, um, which has, um, had a stall outside the clock tower at the weekend. Now, this is a, a very, very uh, heated debate over um, the safety and privacy of women when it comes to uh, female changing rooms, toilets and other sex spaces. Single sex spaces. Single sex spaces, sorry. Yeah, and the argument is whether um, access should be granted to anyone who identifies as female. Now, um, the two sides are obviously completely at odds over this. Um, and I won't go into the detail about what people are saying, but they, they, they want to, you know, they want people to question their local um, politicians about what their views are on it. Which, um, you know, I think the Sunday Times has, has hit the nail on the head with this and said there's no right answer to this. I mean, it, we've grown up in a situation where, um, for, for centuries, you've had, you know two different genders and now the situation has changed we really do need to look at it again and not continue uh, historical habits for the sake of them so if that means you know a, a complete review of how you know we uh, we approach things like changing rooms or um you know refugees for victims of domestic violence all these these things then that should happen i don't you know the danger is we're trying to almost like trying to um take a changing and evolving um society and make it conform to to you know victorian standards or whatever uh just because it's easier than you know building a, a third block for um you know for public toilets or something like that so so these activists they're encouraging voters to ask the candidates in the upcoming elections about these issues is that yes. right yeah so now, their campaign is, is yeah. getting people to question that's the it people it's getting for. the debate out there but you know it is it as you can imagine it's you know it's very heated but we, we went to daisy cooper about it because I, I saw her last week and talked about it and she said you know what um 
you know, for almost 20 years, we've had a system that allows uh, trans people to have their firm gender recognised and respected in law with safeguards to prevent, prevent abuse. So there isn't a new t- concept. She said, what's ha- happened is this has become part of a wider debate. Uh, it's become very tos- toxic and hostile. And we need to get past that and have a good faith conversation, which ensures everyone's safety and dignity, which is brilliant. I think it's a really, you know, there should be consultation with those likely to be affected. So um, women who have experienced sexual violence or domestic abuse, trans people, providers of single sex services, all these things need to be brought into the equation. And that's that's exactly right. I mean, I think the danger is trying to do everything too quickly. Mm. And, you know, you know, as I say. And there's also, uh, I guess, it's always dangerous where there is a topic that people feel that they can't really talk about. Because yes. you know, for whatever reason, whether they feel that it's because they don't want to cause an upset or more likely that they just think, oh, you know, if I, if, if I speak, I'm going to get shot to pieces for what I, I might say. And, and, you know, we need to be able to speak in a safer environment where, where we can all learn about mm. these issues yeah. and we can learn what the right thing to do yeah, is. Yeah, you need to give people a chance to work it through in their heads and, and, and you know, talk, have, have that debate and, and discuss it. And that's why, you know, I thought it was really important for us to take a, not um, take a side on, on it, but to, to air the whole situation. So otherwise it just, you know, it's just sort of happening behind the scenes, as it were. Mm. I mean, we're not saying that we, you know... We don't have an opinion either way as a newspaper or a media organisation. All we are is, is is there to provide a platform for people to to you know have their say, and we've done you know that, done that by giving both sides of the argument you know mm. reasonable and without going to the into the details and you know and trying to avoid from any, anything that's going to you know inflame the situation. Yeah, quite. Um, and uh, it's it's the sort of thing as well where I'd like to think that most people just want to um be able to be inclusive for everyone you know most mm. most people um want to make sure that everyone's okay everyone's happy everyone feels safe and secure yeah. and 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 identified and respected uh, and and i suppose where where maybe the difficulties for some come in is that they're they get too het up on oh i don't know what pronoun to use I, I might i might offend someone and 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 in a way we need to get over that because it's only through maybe dialogue where we might find that we have said something mm. wrong and then we get corrected and we can learn from that and then we can move on. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, look how, you know, things have changed in the last 40 years, you know, different approaches to race and gender and sex and all sorts of things. Mm. Now, of course, as well, we still have a long way to go on all those things, yeah. but we've also come a long way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think people have to have the opportunity to get there. Yeah. Yeah, quite. Okay, well, th- thank you for that. Thanks uh, thanks to the Hearts Advertiser for um, covering that that um, issue as well. And not... And not shying away from it no because i think i think so many so many people probably would would think oh you know i don't know about that you know because just because it was a minefield Mm. but but it's good that 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 you're able to stand up and and try to fairly represent what the argument is there yeah the thing about minefield you might have a few bangs on the way but you know you you can get to the other side and you know hopefully and that's what we want to see here you know that's a really bad metaphor isn't it it is really but but we knew what you meant in your heart you yeah, know and and yeah. and yeah there's there's a way through a mind that's what i mean yeah, yes yeah uh anyway uh, matt thank you very much for that if you want to know more about uh, the stories that matt has mentioned there and others besides make sure you check out the hearts advertiser website heartsad.co.uk and uh that's it for this week thank you very much also to jenny ford uh, and uh, her details can also be found in the episode description of this podcast uh, right now uh, if you know 
where that is. I'm sure you do. If not, go to our website and you can find the details there too, stalbanspodcast.com. Coming up uh, on the St. Albans Podcast Network this week, we have the film guide with Max Hartington on Friday. Then on Sunday, it's another Dagnall Street Baptist Church virtual service with Simon Carver. And on Monday, one-to-one with Elspeth. And we'll be back next Wednesday doing this all over again. And you can also find us on the old social media channels. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are at St. Albans Podcast. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St. Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Hearts Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.